Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Gentlemen, welcome back to the DWI podcast. My name is PC Tunney. I am your commissioner and the commissioner of the United States of the Americas. And I am joined, as always, by the other half of the world's greatest tag team never. It's him. It is him. We are hot, sweaty golfers indeed. I am joined by DPP. We got a shower in. I mean, you know. Not together. No, 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 no. Nope. Yeah, easy, easy. Hold on, dude. Well, I don't know about that, dude. Anyway, yes, it was a warm day, but we are bringing in a man who was on assignment, a little vacation of his own. He is a Florida Florida vacationer, back home in Jersey now. He is funky and phenomenal in oh so many ways. Let's welcome back AJ Belez. Hi, I'm back. Yeah, I'm not going to do the entire <laughs> Bischoff thing. That's but... a flat thing. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm back. I, I don't know better than ever, but I, I still feel the same. Not burnt, though. I'm actually more surprised at that, I'm not going to lie. But yes, we're, we're back, the three of us. Don't worry. We got everything situated here. 
So things are what better way than to have DWI? So tell us about the tell us about the vacation. How was it? What's the highlight? I mean, uh, what'd y'all do? What'd you see? I mean, give us the lowdown. Well, we got there last week Wednesday, and as I showed with both of you guys, we went to a few of the places. We went to Disney Springs, we went to Epcot, and uh, Animal Kingdom for our Disney little trip, and then we got little passes for Universal Studios, where it was like, it, it was there uh, for people that listen that have been there, uh, Orlando Informer, where around like 7 or 8 o'clock, the normal pass goers can or leave the area, and everyone who got the Orlando Informer, you can get free drinks, free food and whatnot from like eight to closing. So usually around like 11 or midnight or something like that. So we, we engorged ourselves. We went on rides. We decided to have a couple of lazy days here or there. Just have a little fun. Came back and I went from 95 degree weather to 66 and raining. So (laughs) take me back. I would take 66 and raining right now because we need the rain. I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> the only part about not having rain in the heat is my grass isn't growing as fast. So I'll take that every day. But it is kind of brown. It is kind of brown. So, uh, yeah. What else is going on before we get into wrestling here? I mean, we're down to the final four in hockey. We got some good playoff series going in the NBA. Baseball's in full swing. So it is officially summer. Um, well, not for 10 more days, but meteorologically speaking, it's summer. Uh, so. I was out there today. I'm going to call it summer. <laughs> I was about to say maybe for you guys, but <laughs> for here, it's, it's looking kind of April, May. I mean, you guys can probably see the window in the background. There's nothing but raindrops and clouds and cold. Just I'm wearing a freaking right. long sleeve. I was, but I'm wearing a freaking long sleeve, uh, flannel right now. Oh man, no way! <laughs> yeah, I know. Day I just had. Uh-uh. I'd be lucky to find me in pajama bottoms. Okay. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm not gonna look over to my right then. Okay, anyway, let's let everybody know what's happening on the 278th edition of the podcast known as DWI. Well, well, we're even though the shirt says no more BS. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, we're going to run down a little NXT in your house, which is this weekend. A segment we haven't had in a while. I'm going to give you some raw observations. We got trivia. Trivia's back, baby. And a last call. We're going to get into the maybe the biggest title match of the weekend, Kenny Omega and our buddy Moose for that Impact World title. So DPP, go ahead and ring the bell. Okay, guys, five five matches on the card here for Sunday NXT Takeover in your house. Where is this taking place from? Are they doing this at the C? They are doing it at the CWC. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think NXT is moving anytime soon. Okay. Well, let's get into one of the more interesting matches: winner take all six man tag match. Bronson Reed, the North American champion, going to defend that along with MSK and those tag team champions against Legado del Fantasma. Santos Escobar will be the North American champion if they win, and the rest of Legado will be the tag champs, Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza. 
Uh, this should be a very good match. I hope they can figure out a way to do this nicely. Um, kudos to Bronson Reed. I thought he's been doing a really good job hanging on to that North American belt. AJ, what do you think here? Do we, do we see Legato coming away with three belts, or do Bronson and MSK get this done? I, I think with MSK and Bronson, you keep those belts on them. They can do more with it. They can do a lot of things with it. I'm not saying Legato Del Fantasma is bad. They are all amazing talents. I'm not denying that whatsoever. But if you're going to have someone dethrone them, it should be either something up and coming or the next big threat for one of those championships that isn't more of one of the clustery matches where it's winner take all. I, I think you need a good match with Bronson. For a one-on-one, I think whoever you put up against, I still call them the Rascals. I don't care. But <laughs> the, the tag champions, you, you can put them against anyone right now that's an NXT, and they'll it'll be a great match. So I think for right now, the belts are going to stay where they're at. They're going to hold on to everything. But like you said, Tony, that should be an actual amazing match, maybe even the, the Dark Horse or the match of the night. Sure. Yeah, this feels like this was kind of thrown together last minute almost, you know, like why didn't they have, you know, both matches separately or anything like that? They feel like they were just trying to get people on the card uh, to do this. So it just, to me, it seems kind of rushed and not the best way to, if they're planning on taking any titles off anybody to be the way to go. Um, especially since Bronson Reed just got the North American title, MSK very recently, tag team champions. And Legato Del Fantasma is great, and don't get me wrong, but it just seems like this would be, unless they didn't have trust in Bronson Reed or anything like that, it just seems like a way, if they're going to do it, would be to hot shot the title, you know, the titles to somebody else, which I don't think they're, you know, in the position to do. I think these guys, you know, have more to give with the titles so i don't see anything happening other than them hanging on but it should be a fun you know spot fest type of match with all these guys in there at one time for sure could this be the beginning of the end for legato del fantasma do you think maybe hey like this is a great way like you said to have get them all on the card not have a sixth match right keeping it five matches for nxt at least what i see here but maybe to kind of incite a little dissension in the ranks like you cost me this you cost us that you know you were kind of all about yourself and do you guys see something like that happening maybe i mean they have been together for a while and they're I mean, they really haven't been doing anything with them other than Escobar having, you know, the Cruiserweight title for a while. So I could see that happening. They don't like to keep factions together for a long time right now in WWE, that's for sure. So, they, you know, unless they're going to do more with them, I, I feel like they have other factions that they're kind of bringing up right now uh, besides them, like, uh, well, God, I'm going to get it wrong, Hit Squad, or what's the, uh, what's the other group? I you're talking about Swerve and yeah. um, um, Big AJ. Aren't, aren't they uh, the Hit Squad? I thought they the were. Squad? I don't remember what it's called. It's hits. I can't remember exactly the name. But, yeah, they. I mean, they just don't seem to be doing them. I wouldn't be surprised if this starts a dissension of them, you know, going their separate ways. I mean, it, it works. It plays into everything that would 
happen. Like Escobar wants to be successful and his group is bringing him down. So I think it's not a bad idea where, you know, he just kind of gets pissed off at them because they cost him the North American championship. And he basically just, he, he beats the shit out of him because, you know, they cost him so much and nothing's going forward for anyone else. So I, th- I think this is a breakup moment. Let's switch on over to the women's side of the card. Two two seemingly pretty nice matches here. Let's start off with Mercedes Martinez taking on Shia Lee. Shia Lee seems like she's starting to get a real nice push. I would expect her to come away with this match and maybe be the new number one contender for that women's NXT title. AJ, what, what, how are you, how you feeling about Shia Lee, Mercedes Martinez in general? I mean, Shia Lee's always impressed me so much. Like, uh, ever since I actually saw her for the first time in NXT, I'm like, okay, she... She fights, but she also knows how to do it in the wrestling aspect, too. So she's definitely someone that you can push, maybe even draw more of a market, because I know the WWE loves to draw markets. I mean, i.e. Jinder Mahal being the WWE champion. They needed a deal with the United Kingdom, so they made Drew McIntyre the WWE champion, et cetera, et cetera. It's no secret that they want to start pushing more international talent as well. Exactly. So I think... Zaya goes on, beats uh, Mercedes, goes on with that, goes to face Raquel, and maybe have a few matches here or there for that and lead up to SummerSlam, possibly, if they have a NXT show in between. But that right there would set up perfectly for, you know, their whole idea of international branding, along with we have an international star right here that we're building up we can fit this in, we can make things work. It's, this is a tough one for me, really, because, I mean, Shia Lee is basically the, the heel in this, and Raquel Gonzalez is also a heel, and they have been building them up, which is great, and um, I feel like it's tough, because Mercedes Martinez is so good, and really hasn't gotten the opportunity, and they if, if they're going to do more with her, they need to push her sooner, because she is you know, older and, you know, they want, if they want to get her into a main event, like Mercedes Martinez versus Raquel Gonzalez could be some awesome matches as well. And they could go either way with this one, which is going to be tough because Shia Lee looks like, you know, that, that, that group or whatever, that faction or whatever that they're doing there is they're doing good things with. And this is kind of that match where they can go one way or the other, at least for right now. And if they want to get a big match with Mercedes Martinez and Raquel Gonzalez, they can do that, which I think would be a really good main event pay-per-view for them. So I'm kind of leaning towards that to be happening. Okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean you mentioned it. Mercedes Martinez is 40 years old. She'll be 41 in November. Raquel's still 30. So, yeah, I mean, not that 40 is old, but generally on the women's side of the game, 40 is a little bit, higher up than if the men are 40, you know, just biologically speaking, but nothing saying that Mercedes Martinez doesn't have a whole shit ton left in the tank either. So just putting that out there, you brought up Raquel Gonzalez, current women's NXT champion taking on Ember Moon. Like I like Ember Moon, but I think like I'm done with her being in the title picture for a little while. I know shots, I believe shots he's hurt um, in addition. So yeah, I, I don't see Raquel Gonzalez losing this title. Ember may be back on her way up to the main roster because I feel like they, they need some women on a couple of those brands there. They're a little light on the women's side. AJ? 
Yeah, I'm not disagreeing. They they need more than just like the the fabulous five or whatever the hell they have usually going for a world title on either brand. So they need more people. They need more stars, or even you know that whole um, tag team division that we always poo poo that they have. If you still want to keep that alive for whatever ungodly reason, you can bring up Shotzi too. But yeah, there's no way Raquel's losing this. It's she's going on to face the winner of Mercedes and Zaylee. It That's what it looks like. It's going to be that. That looks like the writing on the wall. But yeah, Ember kind of lost her flame. All puns intended. With uh, the crowd, so I, I just see Raquel holding on to this for just a little bit longer. Yeah, I, ever since Ember Moon got brought back when she came back from injury and, and went right into NXT, I just think she never fit. You know, it just didn't fit. It didn't feel right. Nothing jived with what she was doing. I think her, you know, her and Shotzi Blackheart as you know the tag team or whatever can work, but it just like her on her own, like just doesn't jive. It just didn't feel right. Doesn't feel like it, it meshes with anything that's going on right now in NXT. The women's division in NXT is so amazing that they don't, they didn't need her to move back to NXT. It's, it, it, it just didn't, didn't, they didn't need it. They need her on the main roster. Like, like you said, AJ, like they need some talent there. They need some more. They're hurting for, Becky Lynch come back or some, you know, they're hurting for a lot. And yeah, if they wanted to bring up Shotzi and bring them as a tag team, like you said, that, that if they're going to try and make that tag team division work, get a, get a tag team that's, you know, credible or has, some, you know, has some talent in there and make it a legitimate tag team division. But it just, it never fit for me. I think it's, it's, you know, if they wanted to think of it as, you know, helping the other talent get over, I don't think that, I don't think they need that. Raquel Gonzalez is going to get over on her own. She already is. So I don't see that. I don't see her losing the title here. I see her carrying this thing, winning, winning this match, going against Martinez or Zaylee, and then eventually feuding with Dakota Kai when we get there, and hanging on to that title all the way through. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. To, to me, you know, you mentioned that the roster is nice and everything in NXT, but I feel like. Some of the luster has worn off of the brand of NXT within the last 8 to 12 months. Now, granted, we don't have crowds and things of that nature, but just, you know, think about three, four years ago and how unbelievably excited we were about every single NXT pay-per-view and things of that nature. I feel like they've kind of taken a step back in the in the last year or so. Well, yeah, it definitely feels that way. Yeah. Is that a, is that a, a knock on who's running like who's the main guys right now in their matches is that is that a knock on you know not having a top tier guy with the title like Finn Balor was holding it for a while is it is Karrion Cross not doing the job is it you know Marce- uh, Raquel Gonzalez not carrying that women's division as well you know what are we missing what are we missing then true story True story. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, that it seems like the million dollar question. Thank you. I was just going to get to that. Cameron Grimes, LA Knight, million dollar championship on the line in a ladder match. I, 
we talked about this. What do you guys think of what the million dollar man looks like? Because we mentioned on Pot is War, <laughs> the dollar man. The dollar man. <laughs> Personally, I think it's lazy booking, to be honest with you. I don't think there was any need for this. How long is this going to stay there? I, I, I don't know. I'm looking forward to the ladder match between these two guys. I think you'd be stupid to let Cameron Grimes win here because uh, L.A. Knight is just, you know, very, very good talent inside the ring on the mic. To me, he should be one of your next champions in NXT, personally. These are these are these are two guys who don't need a manager who don't need someone to talk for them. And this is what it seems like it's building up towards, right. Is to have the million dollar man be their manager or something. Right. I mean, it makes to me, these two guys are fantastic on the mic and fantastic in the ring. And there's no sense to having the million dollar man next to them to do this. And if you're going to put the million dollar belt on the line, then what, what's the plan forward for the million dollar title? It just, to me, it doesn't, yeah i mean like you said la night everyone knows my bias and fan fair for him but he can talk he can wrestle he i mean his moniker for the last like two years or so has been he's the last of a dying breed because he is like a tech he's like an all-arounder he's strong he's athletic he's he has a lot of agility. He has a he is the full package. He's everything that you want and more. That was a total. I said package. the full pack. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Eh, thank God okay. that's not a trivia question, or you would have gotten a point wrong. <laughs> what a surprise! <laughs> but my main problem, <laughs> my main problem, isn't the fact that it does look like it's leading towards a million dollar man being a manager when neither of them do. Cameron Grimes doesn't need it. Not at all. He's great. He can talk. He can do he can do everything too. He might not necessarily look the part because he looks like Captain Caveman, but he still fits the role. He still can do everything else to the moon. The one thing I have a problem with is why did we have to incorporate the million dollar belt? I get that Cameron Grimes thinks he's mint. He's money in L.A. Knight, I almost called him Eli Drake, god damn it, but L.A. Knight, tell me, yeah, <laughs> anyway, he, he looks mint, he looks money and everything, I get that we have the whole money idea, the dollar value and everything, we didn't need to incorporate a belt that has no significance or bearing to anybody, <laughs> that is my main gripe, it's not sanctioned by the WWE, Nothing is good. One storyline that was good came out of it, and that was it. Why do we need the belt? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Are we going to sanction it in NXT? Or are we going to do a bunch of other things with it? Why is it here? (laughs) It's just a prop for a character and two guys that don't necessarily need it, and I think we're all on the same page there. Let's let's get to this championship match, and and to me, this is kind of the problem. It's like seems. Clumsy. The card seems clumsy. Like NXT has felt clumsy. I don't know. But when you got to throw five people into a match, O'Reilly, Cole, Gargano, Pete Dunn, I don't really see Karrion Cross losing this title unless they have plans to bring him up already. Uh, 
it, it just seems like a way to throw a bunch of names in there so that he can get over even more, which I'm okay with, but five way, it's sloppy. It's clumsy. It's going to be clumsy. I, I don't know. I'm looking forward to see how they can pull it off and, and what the finish for this is going to be. Cause you know, we're going to have to get some storylines coming out of here uh, outside of the championship. It's just, it's, yeah, basically this is like the get everybody on the card pay-per-view, you know, the WrestleMania bit that they always do, right? Get everybody on the card. Like, it just doesn't fit. Like, this whole, this whole lineup makes me feel like that. And, you know, the fact that the whole Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole thing that they've been doing is just forgotten about, basically. And and for the most part, Adam Cole is a babyface still. I mean what the fuck? Like you did this whole thing to turn him on the undisputed era and Kyle O'Reilly. And then it's basically gone and forgotten about. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy to see that Kyle O'Reilly is getting the opportunities. Don't get me that, that, that part's not what I care about, but just all of that is just seems to be gone. And yeah, it just seems like they're just, we need to throw something together because we don't have anything. We don't have a regular feud. Yeah, the only thing I see is that if they really wanted to hotshot Karen Cross up to the main roster, this is a way to get the belt off of him without him technically losing. I don't see that as the option. I think this is just a reason to get everybody on the thing, and then he could say, yeah, look, I beat all four of you in one match. Blah, 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 blah. But that's not great. That's not great. I don't want. That's not what I want to see, and that's not going to be a good way to promote yourself, really. I think if he went one-on-one with Kyle O'Reilly, that would be a much better match. And they don't need all this stuff going on together. But the problem, I think the problem is they they got guys like Pete Dunn right now and O'Reilly, and they still have Cole sitting there. Everybody could have a good opportunity to have a one-on-one match. And they don't know how to do that and stretch it out long enough, I think. And so they just throw them all together. What the hell? Yeah, it, it seems like uh, NXT in your house, they put too many people in that house. Where They missed the capacity sign. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Come on, we're still in COVID times. But um, my main gripe with this, again, like you guys said, Karrion Cross is going to win this unless they actually want to push him to the main roster right now. He can have a one-on-one with literal any one of these four other men in the match and it would be so much better than to just put them all together like you can have a technical matchup against Pete Dunne Pete Dunne can probably keep teasing and try to ruin his shoulder more safely of course but ruin his shoulder target the arm make sure that Saito suplex is not a, a, a factor Johnny Gargano, kind of cowardice, has the way by his side, so he can use the way to help him try to find a way to get the victory. And then, you know, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, they have the biggest backing in the world. They're basically underdogs majority of their career. Adam Cole uses more dirty tactics than Kyle O'Reilly, but again, any one of these four men, you can have a great one-on-one match. Why cluster it into a five-way? A five-way of all things. And there's not even a gimmick to it. It's just there's five, five men in the ring. Try to see who wins the championship. There's no cage. 
There's no ladder. There's no... It's just a match. Well, it's not even an elimination match either. So, you know, yeah. someone's in there to take the fall. We'll see what happens. I mean, I I believe in the people that are booking NXT, and I'm just going to wait and hold judgment and see what happens. But from the outside looking in, we all discussed, it just feels lazy and clumsy, and those are just kind of the words I'm going to use for it. Um, I am looking forward to the show, though. I think there's obviously going to be some really good matches. Any last thoughts on this NXT in-your-house pay-per-view, gentlemen? I mean, I hope that it's a good pay-per-view. After all, I'm going to cover it, so. <laughs> <laughs> For your sake. I know, right? Or else I'm going to have to get more of this Jack. Uh, you, will. Uh, you will anyway. Either way. Yeah. You know I think, the lie so well. <laughs> I think be prepared for a lot of fast-paced action. I, you know, like, you know, with all the people on the card that they tried to do, I think there's going to be, you know, if Bronson Reed and MSK – and Legado del Fantasma opened the show, it's going to be very fast-paced and very high energy all the way through. I think the women's matches might steal the show, honestly. it's good. They're going to have they're going to have their work cut out for them because they got Grimes and L.A. Knight in the ladder match. The five-way is going to be a clusterfuck, and the six-man tag thing is just going to be high action. And I think, honestly, I think the women might come out and say, we got to top them and, and come out and beat them. And so I expect a lot of high-paced action from all these matches right now. Well, like Mr. AJ Belaz said earlier, he will be covering it. Head on over to the chairshot.com for all of your coverage. Great podcasts as well. You know, you can find all of our podcasts right there on Chairshot radio network, all your favorite streaming platforms and the chairshot.com where we encourage you to enjoy your day. The Chairshot way by always using your head. We shall return momentarily folks. Thanks for sticking with us. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. All right, welcome back. DWI Podcast number 278. Good grief. All right, I think it's time to bust something out we haven't done in a long while, and I hope you all enjoyed it because I actually had to watch all of Raw to get this done. So, DP, why don't you bring the stinger on in? Observations, June 7th. What? Executive producer, Dick Wolf. What? I like the old pre-open music sound better. What? RK, bro. What? On Twitter, Randy Orton said Riddle's moves are effective. Just have really stupid names. Bro. I'm currently rocking the Orton go TBTW. What? They'll always always be War Machine to me. What? Booty! Booty. What? Randy doesn't wear shirts. What? Miz Miz in a wheelchair, LOL. What? Slow-mo wheelchair getaway is awesome. What? It should be a two-man crew, Graves and Saxton. What? I like War Machine winning here. What? And a partner of her choosing. What? Hey, it's Boog. I mean, Elias. What? There can only be one. What? I'm currently using my belly button as a pen holder. What? Everybody come aboard the Lashley train. What? Nobody cares, Drew. What? I'm really over Lashley and McIntyre. What? And we got our first Hell in a Cell match. What? That sword is duller than this rivalry. What? Nikki and Asuka? Okay. What? Sheamus looks funny. What? Y'all know Ricochet and McIntyre have something in common, right? What? Scary Cat Sheamus is hilarious. What? Is Ricochet wearing jeans? What? I see in those MVP tiers. What? Hmm. A Kofi heel turn? What? I'll believe it when I see it. Evolution. What? Hey, Jeff Hardy. What? Rhea Ryback? What? Another storyline I'm over. What? That being said, this is a solid tag match. What? Nikki wins, but LOL, Charlotte really wins. What? Mansoor makes Gulak look big. What? BK Road Trip. What? Sweet Hoodie. What? We are seeing the evolution of Riddle. What? Chopping Broccoli. What? Here's Randy. What? Channeling the Viper. What? 
RK, no. What? A disappointed Orton. What? This whole damn roster is out of line. What? It's just a stupid doll. What? What did the rocking horse ever do to you? What? Oh, there goes the mirror. That's seven years of bad luck. What? Just a stupid doll. What? And you've been listening. What? To Raw Observations. I'll be watching Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I swear it's not a coincidence or anything is Tunny goes to raid Dan's fridge. Going to my fridge. Son yeah, of a know, bitch. Right? How inconsiderate. Total BS. I agree. Oh, right now. Son of a bitch. That's what she said? Oh. God damn. That ain't fun, is it? <laughs> also, to give a little joke, because one of the things that uh, Aaron and I did when we were in Florida... I know I told you guys. I'm going to say it on air. We went mini golfing. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. And and in the middle of mini golfing, um, they said, oh, yeah, by the way, on the back of it, there's trivia for each one of the holes or like certain holes that they had. So I looked down because she has her own little vlog that she does on YouTube. And we go, wait, there's trivia? And I look at the day, and it's Friday, and I went, I'm on vacation, and I still have to do trivia? This is total mess! Well done, sir. Well done. Uh, But like I said, I was on vacation, and I gave gifts to everyone, so I'm going to give gifts to everyone here, especially in trivia. So there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, right? One, two. Eight. Eight points that you can score as a maximum for trivia this day. All right. Let's do it. Best day ever. So, honey, I'll be nice since you're being the guest for ones for Dan instead of a host. Uh, door number one, door number two, or door number three. And I hope that middle finger wasn't saying door number one. <laughs> door number one. Let's go. <laughs> no, por favor. All right, so this one's actually the only one point one that we oh, have. God's sakes. So everyone knows wrestling has triple crowns, grand slams, all that fun jazz. But does anyone know who the last triple crown champion in WCW was? WCW. So the last person to win the tag the world, US. The tag in the U.S., yes. Okay, okay. All right. 
like to win it for the first time. Yeah, with labeled them as okay. Grand Slam champion, the last person to be labeled the Grand Slam champion of the oh World Championship. I'm kind of confused by the question. They have held. Is it the last time someone accomplished it? So it could have been multiple times they did it, or is it the last time someone did it for the first time? The last time someone did it for the first time. Okay. Okay. Well, can we get the music one more time? Yeah, Shit. I was. I was about to say since there's confusion, you will do it again. Why not? I'll be generous. <clears throat> I give you guys a little moment in the sun, like I did. I'm also very surprised, too, because I asked Andrew this question, and he got it wrong. So you know when the WCW kid gets it wrong. It's tough. I don't know enough about WCW to get this. Probably right. This is what I'm going to go with. All right, so let's see them answers. Last WCW Triple Crown. (laughs) Tony <laughs> goes with Andrew's answer and does uh, Dan Dan does not. Dan actually said Bret Hart, uh, who is a triple crown. Yeah. Scotty Steiner was the second to last one. Uh, because the last nitro, Booker won the United States off no! of Scotty Steiner. I said Booker T. But he had, but he had <laughs> he won it but before he had won though. the United States before, before that though. No, he didn't. That's his only Fuck, United I had Booker T written down and I crossed States. it off and wrote Bret Hart. I don't believe that. Fuck. I, had, I literally had Booker T written down and I changed it to Bret Hart because I was like, after that, I was like, oh no, I think Booker T won it a while before that. Damn it. Tony, I think, is now frantically looking at Wikipedia well, damn right or some wrestling website. Uh, I would have had a Dan point. the only one to confirm that he's doing it. I would have had a point. <laughs> I literally had Booker T written down, and then after that conversation, I was like, nah, cross it off. <laughs> what can you do? Carry on. Horse's ass. Horse's ass. <laughs> That's Dan, my total if, BS. If it makes you feel any better, ass. door number two still up there. You can have a good deuce. Goddamn right I'm taking a deuce. <laughs> <laughs> While Tunny's present? It's not my fault. Jesus. He doesn't have to turn right. Oh, man. All right. So, speaking of Deuce, this is a two-pointer question. Who has the most reigns as the as a TNA slash Impact World Champion, oh, and how many times were they the Impact slash TNA World Champion? Oh, this is easy. <laughs> Not the NWA. Oh. And how many TNA and Impact, not the NWA? That'll be us! Fucking confident over there. What's awesome is I can hear the total BS before the total BS. It's great. (laughs) The best day ever. It's the best day ever. Alright. Most reigns and how many? Damn it. Damn it. Tony <laughs> says Jeff Jarrett seven. Dan says Jeff Jarrett six. Guys, I said not the NWA. What? He, he only held the NWA world championship. Well, well, well ask me a fucking WWE, WWE question, motherfucker. 
Japan. Or maybe something about Japan. We know Dan's not going to get that. I get I get some of those. Nakamura. All right. What Nakamura. Is Okada. <laughs> get the Okada to everything, Christ. AJ Styles. Kurt, Kurt Angle. Is it Angle? Six. I almost went with a fist. It's six. I don't know. Does Dan get a point? I got six. Generous. You did. You did get the numerical right. Whatever. Fine. He's smoking a brisket for us, so I'll let it go. <laughs> there you go. You win. He wins. I'm the only loser right here because I'm the one that's giving it, and I'm not getting brisket. You are a loser. Bro, you just spent a week in Florida with your girlfriend. I think you won. <laughs> so who won? The losers? No, they lost. <laughs> losers. Ah, <laughs> uh, fair enough. So last question. Like I said, there was eight. A max of eight points. Five possible here, huh? So this you can get max of five possible points. Five points. Five points. Five points. Five points. Five points. And since we were talking about the show, NXT. I do. Are you drunk enough for that? I'm 40 now. It's not happening. You're drunk enough for that. I was about to say, I want Dan to move. The, the the seat that he's There's in room. right now so I can see it right oh, there. There's room, baby. There's room in the VR area right there. I'm not doing it. You could consider me Undertaker. I'm not doing a fucking Rooney, okay? You're never going to see the Taker Rooney. You're never going to see the Tunny Rooney. Too old for that shit. I feel like Danny Glover. Since NXT mm. in your house is this Sunday. Wait. How many Too people... old for this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Way to go. Way to go. <laughs> How many people have held that million-dollar championship, and who are they? Oh, well, I guess oh, I guess five, because there's five points. <laughs> How many well, people? I gave everyone a, an actual answer. What's the question, though? How many people have held the million-dollar title in WWE? And Name who them? are they? Well, it's five, right, because there's five of them? That's what I said. I'm like, you said, there's five points. All right, so we'll, we'll, we'll both come up with five answers. Yeah, there's gonna be, we're going to need more than the music, though, I think, but yes. We'll play it over twice, but I said there was five points, guys. I basically just gave you a point. Oh, okay, five. We'll say five. Yeah. So there's four? I basically gave you, yes, it's four. Okay, there's four, because the point is there's five, there's, there's four, so... So there's four points. We'll just say there's four points. There's four points then. Fine. All right. Who's the last one? Run it again? Yeah. Oh, for sure. We'll I got run it one. again? I need right. one more. I need well, I, mean, I think two of them we both got for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, who's the last one? Something tells me it's the same one that Andrew got wrong when I asked him this. Alright, that's what I'm going with. Shit, I can't get the last one. I don't think I'm right either. I don't know. Uh, one of my answers is definitely wrong. Oh, oh, so Got it. The music was over. Fuck off. Fuck off, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so there's four people that have held the million dollar championship. Of course, we're not counting Cameron Grimes and or LA Knight because they have not won it yet. I've got so all four PC. I've got four all people. four, baby. I've got them. Alright, why don't go ahead. Why don't you show your answers and then I'll know how wrong I am. You ready? Yeah. Let's see. Damn. Let's see. My hands are down. 
DiBiase, Virgil, Jake the Snake, and Stone Cold. That's what Dan said. Four for four, bitch. It's not Andre. Jake the Snake never held the belt. He stole the belt. You just stole it. You never held it. Well, yeah, that's called he holding it. It's hold called it. holding it. My lord. Yeah, my lord indeed. All right, what is the answer? Dan won, clearly. I got three. I got three. Ted DiBiase. Virgil. Virgil. The ringmaster, who was stone cold. And DiBiase Jr. Remember? (sighs) No, I don't. Senior handed him the belt. He had it for 220 days, and he just handed it back because he said, I am not your legacy. Oh goodness! This, uh, oh, this is this is total BS. This segment is over. All right, folks, just want to encourage you to head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Check out all the styles we got over there. There's something for everybody. Spend a couple extra bucks. Get that shirt in soft style. It's going to feel a lot better on your body. You're going to look more aesthetically pleasing, right? And it makes a great gift as well. That's ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. And right now you're listening to DWI podcast on chair shot radio network. You can find that on all your favorite streaming platforms and right there at the Always. Always. Use your head. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. What do you mean it's let's go? What do I mean? It's the last thing we're going to talk about today, right here, episode 278 of the podcast known as GWI. A lot of nice matches at NXT this weekend, but it's not the only show in town. Kenny Omega will defend that Impact Wrestling Heavyweight Championship against Moose. And I am really looking forward to Moose winning here do you guys feel like that's what we're gonna get i want to start with aj aj who's covering are you covering both of these i'm not covering all against all odds andrew's gonna be and, covering that okay. is that saturday or is that Sunday? it is it is a saturday it is oh, saturday okay. so when so you, you watch c- this you can go on over and watch against all odds if you want yeah there you go yeah well you have to, they'll be competing with ufc 263 so but give me your take here uh what do you i mean i think it'd be good for them to have moose go over here what do you think i'm not disagreeing i love moose a lot but since i'm also covering impact wrestling there was one thing in particular that caught my eye that makes me think moose is not going to win okay granted there's possibly not going to be interference because the Good Brothers have been helping Kenny a lot. We all know Don Callis has helped Kenny in both Impact and AEW. But there's kind of another guy lurking. And they said it on Impact this Thursday. Whoever wins the Against All Odds pay-per-view will face Sammy Callahan at Slammiversary. 
Okay. So you feel so like Callahan's going to be the one to eventually, you know, get that belt back to impact. I feel like that would be the case because you can also, if AEW smart enough to actually do some long-term story booking, you can have Sammy Callahan reunite with an old, uh, I know that we never, ever really talk about this company, ever. You can have one of his old Combat Zone wrestling buddies, or two of them perhaps, and John Moxley and Eddie Kingston help him out to neutralize the Good Brothers. So I think what they're going to do is they're going to try to make sure that it's a fair fight between Callahan and Omega. I think Callahan's going to be the one that comes out on top in July. As much as I want to see Moose win it, as much as I love Moose, because he's that damn good. And probably the last time a lot of you guys saw him was ROH or maybe the beginning of the Impact run. He's looked and gotten a lot better. So, I like Moose. I love Moose. I don't think Moose is winning this because of pure bullshit shenanigans. God. What? If you love him so much, why don't you marry him? That's like uh, Experian. Moose. Oh, no, that's not the same one. That's John Cena. Sorry, that's Boost. Close enough. I don't know. You know, I kind of feel like that's... I'm in the same boat as you, AJ. Like... I'd love to see Moose win it here. You know, I think it'd be awesome. The problem is they, I feel like they've dug themselves into kind of a hole and a little bit of a situation where you have to have the right person go over. You have to have it go over in the right way when you're going to have um, your champion lose when your champion is the AEW, you know, champion. <laughs> so it's hard you know, to, to do this properly without doing a dusty finish or you know having someone interfere and making it this big everybody gets involved into the match which makes it not as impactful uh pardon the pun of impact goddamn right uh you know where it's hard you know to do that properly because the the good and bad about having crossover with different companies which i think can be a good thing is you have to do it properly, and if you're going to have the same guy be the champion in both, you have to be very careful on how you do that. And I think, I really think your thoughts are 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 right on. Is is wait a little bit if they can have uh, Callahan and and you know with having guys like Kingston get involved and make it more of a faction type of thing. Of he lost the title that way as opposed to almost a clean finish, which is it's hard to do it that way when you have two different companies and trying to make the other one still look good in a loss. It's good, you know, and, and waiting for Moxley to come back basically. Right. Cause I think he's out for, uh, you know, Renee having the baby and all that stuff. So he's taking some time off. So it's tough because you have to make sure you do it the right way. And I think this would be a great match and it'd be awesome for Moose to win it, but I don't think this is the right time for them to do that until they can do it properly. And like you said, AJ, I I like the idea of having, you know, those guys come together and help take the title back to impact or something like that. Like they get the title back and it could be a bigger moment in Slammiversary than it would be here. 
So there you have it. Lots of things to watch this weekend. NBA playoffs. I don't think the NHL starts back up again until Monday. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. We got UFC 263. We got Impact pay-per-view. We got NXT pay-per-view. So plenty of things to check out all weekend long. I want to thank everybody for continuing to listen to everything on ChairShot Radio Network. Thanks for listening to this show, episode 278 of DWI. Any last thoughts today, gentlemen, on anything we've talked about? Please, oh please, NXT, don't be a train wreck. (laughs) I think that is great last words for the show. (laughs) And I just want to let you know that you've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as It's it's worse when you hear it twice. I was about to say, God. You're never invited over ever again. Don't forget to to use your head. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.